Welcome to the Banking with Life podcast. This is our Q&A series where I answer your questions regarding the infinite banking concept, becoming your own banker. Let's get started. What if one changes citizenship or relocates abroad? Um, there's no issue as long as wherever you go abroad, they have to have a U.S. banking uh, affiliate, right? So you're not going to go to North Korea and set up banking that interacts with the U.S. But like if you're going to go to Canada, South America, you know, Russia's probably on the, the no business list now because of the neocons in Washington. But it doesn't change the insured or the, the policy if you relocate abroad. You just have to be in a country that has a U.S. banking affiliate. Okay. In this question, at what stage does a policy become withdrawal income, uh, comma, no repayment as potentially for retirement income? You know, that depends on the situation. The longer you pay a premium, the more cash values you have, the greater cash values you have, the more income that it'll produce. So I think that there is an absolute pecking order in which to take income from assets in retirement or passive income time. Um, and generally, life insurance should be one of the latter ones in my opinion, but every situation is different. I would say generally, and it depends, of course, on the premium amount and the income that you want to withdraw. Um, I mean, with really big premiums and a, and a reasonable income, it could be done after four years. It could be done after seven years. Uh, you know, typically it takes 10 years-ish. That's very general, though. Um, but a good question. In this question, if I totally pay out the annual premium in the early months, can I continue to make deposits? And I'm going I'm to continue to go back. A premium is a premium is a premium. You make deposits in a bank. You do not make deposits in a life insurance company. Even the life insurance companies use the word deposits incorrectly, in my opinion, from time to time. Um, you pay premium to a life insurance company. So if your premium is fully paid in a given year, no, you can't pay more premium. But you could always buy another policy, right? Okay, in this question, what if I lose touch with you, the agent, um, or the company moves, you know, what happens to my policy? Well, if you lose touch with your agent, nothing happens to your, your policy is not changed at all. Most companies will reassign you a servicing agent. Um, or connect you with the original agent or the current agent. So you need to know who the life insurance company is that issues your policy and is making all of those guarantees, right? Contained in that policy. And so you, you don't, don't let the agent separate you from the life insurance company, right? So that's where your money is. That's where you're paying the premium. That's where the benefits are going to be paid. The life insurance company from there. Um, your agent should facilitate your relationship with a life insurance company should enhance it or help it not take the place of um, a relationship with your life insurance company. Okay. So if your agent dies, you know, graduates, moves, gets mad and quits, you know, your life insurance company will replace them in a heartbeat. Okay. Because they want you to maintain that policy. 
but your policy doesn't change. Nothing happens to your policy. And this question, what if a life insurance company goes out of business? What happens to me and my in my policy? That's a fairly good question. You know, a life insurance company can't, quote unquote, go out of business. They're regulated by states. Um, so if a life, if a state regulator of a life insurance company and they're they're audited regularly. So let's just say there's a life insurance company in the great state of Texas and the Texas insurance commissioner shows up and says, hey, you don't have enough capital reserves on hand to meet future obligations, let's say in the year 2060. Yeah, and they can do that. So we're going to give you 90 days, six months or 30 days or whatever to create some capital, right? to accumulate some capital, to enhance your reserves. They're either going to do that or they're not. And if they don't do that, then the state is either going to step in and rehabilitate them, manage them back to health, or they're going to liquidate them. And if they liquidate them, every other life insurance company that's doing business in that state has to step in and ensure the guarantees through the state guarantee association, right? Because your state's broke. They don't have any money. My state's broke. Your state's broke. Your state's broke. And your state's broke. Right. This is the only industry that I'm aware of where a competitor would potentially have to stand good for another competitor. I think that one through. Okay. And I know this is a short Q&A, but I could talk for about five hours on that one, I think. Okay. So some other life insurance company is going to step in and fulfill those guarantees of your policy and you're going to be notified. So keep your address current with your life insurance company. All right. Make it easy for them to contact you. Okay. Terrence asked, man, this is almost a painful Terrence, uh, but I do appreciate the questions. How does race impact my rating with a life insurance company? By law, it cannot impact your rating. I don't care if you're Japanese, you know, Samoan, white, you know, Caucasian, um, you know, African American, it, it race legally cannot play a role in your rating. Okay. How does my employment status impact my rating with a life insurance company? It wouldn't per se impact your rating, but it would uh, make a difference whether you can have life insurance or not. If you don't have an income, now there's always a situation where, you know, you may have some assets, like maybe you have a million dollars in net worth, you know, you can potentially uh, have one times your net worth and death benefit, work backwards and have a premium. But there has to be an ability to pay a premium. Just the mere status of your employment will won't generally impact your rating unless you have, you know, unless you're a bullfighter and that's what you do. You're a professional bullfighter. You're a uh, you're an airplane driver, but not a commercial pilot. You know, you're a skydiver, you're deep sea scuba uh, diver, I mean, I'm talking about depth, deep dive, you know, in, in your, maybe you're employed, right? So some types of employment can impact your rating, but it has to do with the hazard of your employment, right? All right, this, this is a lovely comment. I love getting them. I love sharing them with the team and I want to share them with y'all. So Dennis says, thank you, Julie. It's been pleasant since the first day that I reached out after David's recommendation. Thank you for the warm welcome into the family. 
I'm excited to embark on this new journey alongside y'all. Have a blessed weekend. Thank you, Dennis, and you're welcome, sir. Um, it is a lovely comment. I wanted to thank you and all of your office team for great customer service and making me feel so comfortable. I wanted to thank you and your office for getting my policy questions answered and bringing clarity when things were a little uncertain. You're welcome, Emmett. Thank you. I appreciate you. Thanks for the comment. Okay. So in this comment, LaTanya says that Julie is the best. And the, the call with her, you know, meant so much. And LaTanya is excited to move forward and become her own banker. Well, thank you, LaTanya. And, um, Julie is a gem. They're all gems here. Julie, Sue, Megan, Cindy, Jess, Jake, Navy Ninjas. I mean, they're all gems here. Um, okay. <laughs> And then Andrew, he like the proverbial hater commenting on another statement. So the infinite banking, infinite banking simplified video, Bradley said, commented in Australia, they have removed the whole life policy and replaced it with term life. Australia went the way of the UK, which they were a part at one time. So the UK, the United Kingdom, came in and they've taken over the financial services industry. They've made all of the mutual companies demutualize, right? They, they're controlling you, the citizen in the UK. The same thing in Australia. You can't buy a whole lot there. You can only buy term insurance. And then you have a guy like Andrew saying, oh, that's good. It, it, no, it's not good, Andrew. I mean, you should have the more choices you have, the 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 freer the society, right? I mean, you know that's good. You're you're about as sharp as a rock, Andrew. I mean, please, I, I don't want to just be right. I'm like Andrew, go back to your game. You know, listen to these videos that you're commenting on. Oh no, you don't. You already know everything, so you can't learn anything. Right? I get it, but. Um, for you to be hanging around an infinite banking concept type uh, YouTube channel and perennial and being a perennial hater, you know, I mean, are you a term insurance agent that can't sell life insurance? I mean, I, I don't understand the need to um, comment on something you know absolutely nothing about and then to have a pastime to comment on a financial concept youtube channel it's like what does that pay andrew okay thank you for listening if you have a question that you would like answered email me at james at bankingwithlife.com thank you for listening have a great day and we'll see you next time